This episode is also brought to you by Extreme Auto Sports in Santa Clarita. Whether it's audio or video, window tinting, vinyl wraps, suspension services, a 4x4 lift for your truck, or new wheels and tires, Extreme Auto Sports has you covered. Be sure to give them a call today, set up an appointment, and go get your ride taken care of. 661-424-1579. Extreme Auto Sports, that's the way to go. This episode of the Profanity Nation podcast has been brought to you by United One Protection Services. We do more than just security. We protect your livelihood. Whether it's commercial or residential needs, United One Protection Services has you covered. You can find them at unitedoneps.com. This episode of the Profanity Nation is brought to you by the SEO Queen Digital Marketing Agency, where you are more than a number. Profanity Nation. Yeah, it's the new era of man for some old school fans with a new school brand. We got money on the mic with the plan in hand. And step back to his left, they go hand in hand. And to the right, we got Simster, he putting it down. It's the Profanity Nation, we running the town. Yeah, it's the Profanity Nation. Profanity Nation. Profanity Nation. Welcome to the Profanity Nation podcast, where professional players deserve professional fans. As always, joined here by Step Pat, but I, I Pat, I think there's someone missing, right? Someone's not. Yeah, here. man, he's excused. Man, it's his birthday today, so we're gonna give him a pass tonight. It's his birthday and his daughter's birthday, so yeah. they they get a double. So uh, happy birthday, Money Mike, and happy birthday, Michaela. I uh, hope you guys are having fun and had a great day. Um, we have a great show. Either way, Money Mike's not here, but we're going to make up for it. We have a great show. Uh, we're going to start out as always. Well, first, let me talk to you, Pat. How was your weekend? Hey, pretty good, man. Um, it was actually a pretty big weekend for my family. Uh, my parents actually uh, celebrated their 50th um, wedding wow. anniversary yesterday. So it was actually pretty cool for me. So I'm um, able to have them over. Now, it was kind of weird because, you know, the, the whole COVID thing and we were going to do a big celebration, but it was a little intimate with just me and my family and the grand, and their grandkids. And it was actually pretty you know, better than I thought it was going to turn out. So, yeah, we, we had a good we had a good time last night. Yeah, I think we're all kind of getting used to this COVID thing, or at least the, the best we can and figuring out ways to, to make do and or, or, or possibly we're just thankful for the small things again, because even just just seeing family right. is nice. So maybe we're just thankful for the small things. But uh, yeah, I had a nice weekend, too. So I'm looking forward to this show. Let's get started here, guys. Let's go. Let's start as we always do with the WNBA. Oh, Sparks got a huge win today. Huge win stat against the Lynx, 81-97, and hopefully, we were talking about this before the show, hopefully some much-needed momentum. Sparks have been win one, lose one, win one, lose one, but this was a big one. The Lynx, the Lynx was a great team, and this was a big one. Um, did you catch the game? Uh, what did you think? It was outstanding. Again, a big win. I, I don't know that they really expected to win this game, but it was a really big win. You know, this was probably the most complete win they had this season. Um, just by looking at the score, I mean, they the biggest lead in the game was 20 points. And, you know, the fact that they actually, you know, came off that, that loss last uh, last game, um, they came out with purpose this game. And this, it does seem like they're, you know, making – I know we're a little inconsistent, but it looked like they might be moving in the right direction. Um, I mean, you look at some of the numbers and you see that how they dominated in the game. Um, it looks like they went in where they were leading in, you know, points off turnovers. Um, I think with the, the score was like 35, 36 um, points to 15 points were plus 21 in that category, which, which is which is huge because the total turnover disparity was massive. Right. The Lynx had 12 and the Sparks had 20 yet. Yet they dominated on the points off turnovers. Which is which is like you normal like you in normal circumstances the team that had the most turnovers will actually get you know punished for those turnovers. However, it looked like they locked down on D and was able to even though, you know they made those mistakes didn't let it you know hurt them as much. And then when they made the mistakes, you know they were or excuse me not when um, the links made their mistakes they got punished for you know because they were making making sure they were actually going on you know uh, getting out there and. Playing good, solid defense for the you know one of I think the best defensive performance they had this season, um, and you know and also they came and they dominated in the paint and they had thirty six points in the paint 
So they really came came to play, uh, and um, you know, basically they wanted they today finally won the rebounding battle. They did, and you know, they they won three quarters. They lost the third quarter, but not by much. Uh, but that fourth quarter was just dominating, and they closed. They closed with some energy. Uh, so it was really nice to see, and hopefully they can build upon that. You know, um, in in the last uh, uh, presser that they had, the last press conference uh, after the loss, you know, Derek was visibly upset visibly upset and Candace was visibly visibly upset and they both mentioned and it seemed like with hesitation they both mentioned energy and effort it was not size they're not being you know it's not that they're outsized it's not that they mentioned energy and effort specifically as the cause to to being so low on rebounds um mm -hmm. or being so low you know being last in the league right now and in, in rebounding um so like you said, they came huge. Something something happened. Something sparked today. Uh, they're currently in fifth place with, like I said, a questionable four and three record. That's just because they win, lose, win, lose. But they are currently in fifth place. So they're still within striking distance. They're, they're hanging in there. Uh, nobody's really getting carried away. But I mean, what can we say? What can we say about Candace? I mean, Candace Parker, uh, she's just amazing. Uh, she's playing MVP caliber ball in the bubble or the wobble, sorry. Um, and she is the, the definitely the constant, the one constant bright spot for coach Fisher. Um, she's just been amazing. Absolutely amazing. What do you think about her play? Definitely the heartbeat of the team. Um, you know, it's very consistent. Um, I think today she was one, uh, one um, assist a short of a triple double. So, you know, she's doing her, her part. She's actually going out there. She's, you know, she's looking like she's putting her scoring on the back burner and going and getting those rebounds where the, the, the you know the sparks are last in the league in that category and so she's going to take it upon herself to actually go out there and get those rebounds because like you said in the presser it did seem like effort and intensity and just you know just want to uh what they were trying to drive those points home and the fact that now she's going to go out there and lead by example it's really, you know, you see that um, in her play. She's not, she's, she's done all the scoring. I mean, she's, you know, we know she can score. I mean, she's one of the legends of the game already. And so for her to say, okay, it's now time for me to go ahead and show them that this is also a part of the game that is important and that we need right now, because, you know, it looks like next time they're going to play against Liberty, I think next, uh, the next game and the Liberty is uh, number two in the league and rebounding. And, and so, you know, that's right now has been the Sparks Achilles heel. And so I think, you know, it looks like hopefully they're going to, you know, this game lit a uh, fire under the sparks. I think we're going to see a better better effort next game too as well. Yeah, I think so. You know, the next three games, like you brought up, they're playing the Liberty, but they play New York, Washington, and Indiana. These are all sub-500 teams. So, they, you know, they're, they're all having issues of their own. Uh, like you said, New York definitely is a good rebounding team, but they have other issues. So, you know, if the sparks can just stay consistent, you know, th this, is, this is where I think they need to make their push and they really need to to get some some momentum going this is this is the next three game run uh you know these games are back to back to back to back so so right. nothing's going to change there this is as much of a break as they're going to get is playing against teams with a sub 500 record and while that's not much of a break they, get, they need to take advantage of it while they have it so uh, uh hopefully they will and we'll see uh stat we have a great guest today someone that is special to us, special to the team that we love. And we just want to bring him on. Uh, tonight we have special guest Misha Kaveh. He is the strength coach for the South Bay Lakers. And let's bring him on. Hello, Misha. How are you doing? Hey, guys. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I really appreciate being here. Uh, I just love to talk about South Bay because, you know, it's, it's been a while since we've uh, been around that environment. And uh, – <laughs> Yeah, it's good to catch up and tune in and check in with some uh, with some loyal fans. I appreciate you guys really. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, we'd love to have you here. Um, you know, we're we're South Bay Laker fans, season ticket holders. We see yeah. you at the games. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we're big fans. We're we're there. Um, how did you? Everyone, I think, would like to know how how do you get involved? How do you get to be the strength coach for a G League or an NBA team or any professional team yeah. at all? How how did you get there? How did you get started? Well, tell us a little bit yeah. about that. So, um, I work three positions. Um, I work. Um, I, I mean, one of my primary positions is actually an equipment manager. I'm the head equipment manager, along with the strength coach, which uh, being a strength coach is my expertise. And then my third position is massage therapist because I'm a dual uh, 
strength coach and massage therapist. And I, when I came in, I wanted to offer both um, because that was like, hey, this is what I do. Let me do both. So I technically worked all three positions. And that was, I think, gave me a little bit more appeal to when getting hired, the fact that I was so qualified. But it started with being a ball boy and being in the equipment manager realm. Um, I started um, I got I started with a company during the lockout season 2011-2012. Um, I got hired as a ball boy at the time for the LA Defenders uh, because they picked up their season before the NBA was uh, still in the lockout. And I remember sure. two games into the season, um, you know, I was rebounding, um, just kind of busting my ass, trying to prove myself because, you know, I used to play basketball. And the head equipment manager for the Lakers saw me, really liked my rebounding skills and was like, yeah, we kind of need that. And that's how, what got me hired. And so then I worked for Lakers as a ball boy, assistant equipment manager, five seasons. And then when Kobe retired, there was a big shift with staff, a lot of change. And that's when the L.A. Defenders at the time uh, needed a new equipment manager. And that's for the first time they were going to have a strength coach. And so I was kind of the ideal guy because I'd been there, been picking the strength coach's brain at the time, showed my interest, got these qualifications. So it was like a, really a case of the right place at the right time. Oh. But I will say you had to kind of get in the grind and I had to do the ball boy stuff for obviously many years and, and do that dirty work and not be respected many years. You know, I really did have to sort of show that, Hey, I can do this, you know, because um, uh, you, you get looked down upon a little bit sometimes, I guess, by the hierarchy of the staff members, but you know, you prove yourself, you, you ask questions and, and sure enough, the opportunity came and here I am today blessed to be a part of the South Bay Lakers. Awesome. So beautiful story. You made the most of your opportunity, which it, which is a story in professional sports. Uh, players, mm -hmm. unknown players, make the most of an opportunity when another player gets injured and so forth. So you followed that lead, and that's that's one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So where what are what are some of your goals in, in the long term to to continue? Obviously, continue with the team. Yeah. Um, are you looking to what What are you looking to do in the long term? Um. You know, it, it would be great if I could get on with the Lakers um, within the strengths coaching department. Um, if that doesn't happen, though, I'm not like dead set on it because, you know, I've, I'm, I'm kind of already do living my dream. You know, uh, to, you know, the fact that I get to be a head strengths coach of a professional club, um, you know, whether it's NBA G League, sure, the NBA is a little bit more. Yeah, it's a professional, but actually, I get way more, um, way, way more power <laughs> where I am yeah. now than in the NBA. In the NBA, it's a lot of glamour, a lot of important people, but a lot of important people, which means you have to stay in your lane. You might not be able to do as much. You might not be able to be able to work with as many people. I get, I get, I get this overwhelming beauty of control and where you know there's few of us it's a grind but then i get to do what i want and what i truly believe in and i think that's been um you know you can't put a price on that so with that being said i'm kind of living my dream and if it goes further to the lake is great uh, i'm pretty happy in la kind of kind of settle down here uh, i would just like to work with different athletes of different sports as well eventually um you know uh because i've actually been pretty much a basketball purist my whole life uh, i've coached uh, from coaching to playing to now you know you know training athletes um i've worked with average joes and such but with when it comes to athletics it's mostly basketball so actually as a goal of mine i would love to one day work in the olympics any sport really um i would just like to branch out because i'm a movement enthusiast um so that's kind of it those are my goals right there that's awesome. Pat actually brought that up about uh, the different sports. Go ahead, Pat. You brought that up before the show. Yeah. Um, one of my questions, I was thinking, um, since I know a little bit about your background, you're coming from uh, London, correct? Yeah. And yeah. so, you know, obviously football is a big sport, you know, that's soccer, the biggest yeah. sport, right? Oh, yeah. We say soccer, but I know you're from London. <laughs> yeah. so I'm going to call it the way you guys talk. It. It's going to be yeah. the uh, football. But um, uh, it's um, when it comes to, uh, you know, different ways of conditioning, Mm -hmm. um, I know, um, especially in football, um, you train a certain way for that sport, but it's so many different positions. You could be a DB, uh, yeah. you could be a wide receiver, you yeah. could be an offensive lineman, and they all have different skill sets. Yeah. Whereas in basketball, pretty much you have to be more of a well-rounded athlete. Um, totally. mm -hmm. Do um, Would your skills, um, your expertise translate 
to say, you know, soccer or football in that regard? Or would it be like, would you have a certain way of training that athlete versus the basketball athlete? Um, very good question. Very good question. Um, I think football can get a little complicated because that's where certain guys you legitimately need to get big, you know, and they have to lift big weights and all that. Um, I'm not going to lie. That's not necessarily the, the heart and soul of my program, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. as many of my athletes would say. Although, don't, don't get me wrong. There are certain areas, or especially when it comes to deadlift, that I love to lift heavy. So that it's, it's not that I'm afraid of big weights. But um, I do have a particular um, style, per se, that pertains a lot to human movement and gait patterns, running patterns, because that actually happens to be one of the most fundamentally used pattern. Uh, we just we don't, don't tend to be very good at alternation, reciprocation, and a lot of sports actually lead us to dominancy on one side. So one of my uh, specialties is getting a lot of, um, if I could simplify, ambidexterity maybe in, in legs, mm-hmm. stance, uh, balance, maybe not skill, but uh, we can definitely get you a little bit more aware of your left side. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing where I really feel um, – that I want to help other sports because it's one thing to actually train to specificity and that's, that's great, but to train the human body out of its comfort zone, out of its realm, that -hmm. takes very specific knowledge of uh, three dimensional planes of dominancy of postural patterns, biomechanics. And that's what I'm trying to untangle. And that's one of the things that's pretty much uh, close to my heart and what I do. So, so, yeah, only problem is when it comes to football, you don't want to get in the way of someone's size. So that, if I was to be hired by NFL team, let's say, I would want to collaborate with the other strength coaches and say, you guys pack on the size. Let me untangle, unwind what their kinks are um, posturally, symmetry-wise. Very right. cool. Let, let's head into let's head back to uh, South Bay a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, I, uh, one of the things as a fan that that I've had questions with uh, for the coaching staff, and and that is when you're when you're the coaching staff for a G League team, mm. what is the main focus? Because you yeah. have players there that are getting pulled out, and you know it's really hard to say. Well, our focus is a title. I mean, how do you do that when you're best player? So so it's got to be player development, correct? <laughs> It, it kind of is player development. I think we, 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 we hold that closest to our hearts, really, as a staff. Um, uh, well, of course, we want to win. But it's, it's really tough in the G League. And it's, it's tough even if, um, you know, I mean, it's just going to be tough because let's just say you, your assignments in two ways. Or let's just say you don't have any. Just by example, uh-huh. you could still lose players to other teams and contracts overseas. So there's going to be change and turnover with the G League season. It's kind of like you, it's like almost like the small print in the contract. Like this season's going to be up and down. So what you start with is probably not going to be what you end with. And um, actually, our first year at South Bay, um, which where we went to the Western Conference Finals. We actually had surprisingly less turnover that year than in all my uh, four years. Uh, that team, you know, we actually managed to sort of keep most of the pieces together. And that's pretty rare. And I think that's what helped us get to the Western Conference Finals even. Versus my first year, the last year of the Defenders, which I think was our strongest team. Um, throughout the, once we hit that All-Star break, we just lost players left and right to the NBA and contracts. And that's when... When we got to the playoffs, we just weren't really at full strength. So it kind of is what it is. And um, I guess you kind of go by the moral victories uh, a little bit. And once you see a player blossom and go on to bigger, better things, uh, we're really proud of that. And actually, we have a great record of doing that. We have so many guys that are playing a higher level where maybe they shouldn't even been, been so before, but they you know, we had a great year with us and we developed them. And I think the Washington Wizards own like, I don't know. They, how yeah, they, 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 watch, they watch South Bay quite closely. You know, yeah. th- that actually brings up perfectly our next topic, which was going to be why, why do you feel, why have the South Bay Lakers been so successful in developing their players for the NBA? Not all of them make it to the Lakers and the Lakers is a hard squad to make. Come on. You know, it but is. that doesn't mean these players aren't NBA ready by any means. So what, what is it? I, I really think South Bay is doing something special. What is it? First off, I want to tip my hat to Kobe, Carl, 
I think he's I think he's great. Um, we came in together, uh, and when I heard that he was going to be my well, he's not my technically my boss, but you know the superior of every sure. day. Um, I was very excited because I was like, oh, I got somebody that's going to know what he's doing. Young and 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 he seems to you know be open, and that's the greatest thing about him is he is very open. He's always trying to learn and and hear other people's opinions. I think that's really helped. Um, I, I drew. I truly believe in our management staff uh, um, <clears throat> ownership. I think they really they really care and want to make this you know a great program, a championship caliber program, which is obviously hard to do because obviously when you develop players, you lose <laughs> your good players. So right. it's it's this constant battle. But um, <clears throat> the I, better I mean, you do, the more players you lose. Absolutely. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. um, so I'm I'm going to credit the staff. You know. Um, because I'm not gonna lie, we you know we haven't we haven't had the most talented teams, and you know some of these other teams we play, uh, which which for as far as appeal have way less than us. Have all these talented like Sioux Falls always has so many talented mm -hmm. players, and, what, yep. and you know it's like, well, would you want to be Sioux Falls? Well, like, but it's not about that. We we bring in guys that are good guys, and we bring in guys that may not may you know may have been overlooked by some people and. They, you know, we we trusted them and believed in them, and they ended up being great. And um, I don't know. I just like I said, I really believe in what we do as a coaching staff. And there's so much open communication, and and we listen to each other, and we 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 back each other up. That I think that's what's kind of helping. I would like to it, think. It sounds like to me um, that there's truth to uh, a player's coach. Um, you know, a coach that that's been a player and understands. Mm -hmm that role mm -hmm. um and maybe that comes through with kobe carl also of course his yep. personality he's just cool as a cucumber he, yeah. <laughs> i mean he just yeah. is always the calmest guy if you see him get up and get a tea it's pretty strange and it, it almost looks like he did it on purpose just oh it is sometimes tea. it doesn't work yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly it's just like, i've seen many times the ref is just like come on calm down and like kobe was trying to get ejected then and it's just like <laughs> it's, just it's like you can't even get thrown out when you want to get yeah out. he just doesn't have it in him he's just pretty good hearted it's it's awesome. Uh, speaking of, of player development and, you know, uh, kind of uh, seeing your success and the team's success and their growth. I mean, let, let's move on to our boy, Taylor. Uh, Taylor's just playing outstanding. He's getting yeah. some show with, with the Lakers. Yeah, uh, it was no surprise who they chose to take with them to the bubble. Costas, uh, mm -hmm. Devante and Taylor. Uh, no surprise to us. If you watch South Bay, it was no surprise mm -hmm. to us. Uh, you mm -hmm. know, if, if you don't no. watch South Bay, then maybe it was. Oh, you're fine. Yeah. Um, Taylor's doing great. I mean, yeah. that's just, if that's one bright spot during the mm. Lakers in the bubble, it's him getting some play and getting some minutes. Yeah. Um, uh, can you speak on that? Are you, I'm sure you're watching those games. How do you feel? Yeah. How's he doing in your eyes? How's he looking? It's, it's, um, it's really impressive because, you know, at the start when he came in, um, he didn't have a great start. He missed all the summer league because of his, uh, yeah, he didn't actually have an injury, but he, on a, on his MRI it showed potential stress fracture. So because of that, they really held him out because they wanted to make sure he recovered to his full potential, and it was like playing it super safe, um, which was like I guess it was a good thing. Um, but then also he put on a little extra weight, so you know he had to sort of really pick it up. And and I remember when he started to play with us, he was just so happy he could finally play. Because it had been so long, <clears throat> he'd literally like not played all summer up until once South Bay started practicing, pretty much. Uh, and then he started, you know, getting into the games and just really kind of going downhill and just going to the cup. And we really liked that. Um, I think throughout the season, the shot, shot selection was the thing he kind of had to figure out. Um, but it, you know, it was a it was a chaotic year for us. You know, when you're losing players left and right, it's so hard to build that rhythm and then of course guys are going to be you know like maybe forcing some shots that they might not normally take but i think once we started to get into rhythm which is really annoying in that last few weeks is when we got into our south bay rhythm and then the season got <laughs> cut it's right when everybody started getting everyone got healthy you know everyone just mm -hmm. started being healthy too um that's when we were really finding ourselves as a team and it's a shame we couldn't see those last uh few weeks of Taylor. Um, but he carried us, man, like, you know, throughout those ups and downs, but more downs, I think, last year than ups. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was there. Um, 
he was there all the time and he does have a bulldog in him which is really important it's very important you got to have that and i think that's one of the reasons he's getting this playing time is that he has this bulldog uh and it's just like i'm just gonna go to the basket you know I'm gonna he's not afraid no he's not afraid and that's really good i think one of my criticisms of some of the guys this year is that is is like they you know they want to do it they want to do it but when somebody else challenges them here in the g league is like you score but they're gonna score right back at you and you're gonna have to match that <laughs> that challenge that embracing that challenge um it's tough to do at this level you know you need those guts you know and um and i think he really he really proved himself this year um whether he comes back and plays another whole year with us i don't know how that's going to be but i think even if he does it would help him um but as yeah. we can see he's 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 on the right path yeah he's he's just so fun to watch uh pat oh perfect timing we just lost him okay no problem <laughs> we'll continue um okay that that brings it he'll, he'll he'll be back on um okay so uh i have a question for you and, mm. and what i'd like to do here he is here you go pat you're back um we're gonna go to uh kind of a name game okay so we're gonna sure. name some players that have played for south bay and you can kind of tell us some of your thoughts on those players really quick and, and we'll just throw out a name. Um, let's start with Thomas Bryant. Oh, one word? No, you could have a, a description okay, of the player. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, that would be, I would call him the MVP. Uh, he was one of the, the best, as far as a Laker affiliate rookie, um, and particularly that category, because when you when you get rookie assignment players, the hardest part to deal with is is usually their attitude, because they they think they're a Laker NBA player, they go down, and it's usually oh I'm here, and that's such a you know it's such a grind. But Thomas Bryant, not a single, not one day was he like that. He was with us from day one, so I would say MVP. Uh, he was, yeah, the greatest. But as a, as a, as an, a Laker assignment um, player, Alex Caruso was a two-way, same deal. I mean, you, wouldn't, you couldn't tell if he was a Laker or, or a South Bay Laker. His attitude was always the same. But we're not oh, talking about yeah. His <laughs> energy. Well, I, I was, that was one of the players I was going to mention. Uh, we've Sorry. always loved Alex. And, and when people ask us, because a lot of, you know, not a lot of podcasts or sports shows follow the G League. You know, Stat mm. Pat. Uh, myself and money, you know, we kind of make it one of our priorities and, and, you know, kind of a, a, the status of our show. So um, not a lot of people follow us. So they bring us on the show and they ask us about, you know, some of these players and so yeah. forth. And we tell them, you know, that it's just, it's outstanding. These players are real. Yeah. But TV um, yeah, amazing. Yeah. And look at yeah, it. Go ahead. I, I know you've got contrast. a player to name. Go ahead and name a, a player there, Stat, that you uh, want Yeah. To I was going to say, uh, I don't know if you guys are having uh, technical difficulties, but um, yeah. uh, G, um, GP. Uh, GP, oh, yeah, um, yeah, so that's one that's kind of like one of my past couple of seasons, my favorite uh player from the G um for the South Bay Lakers. And I was kind of heartbroken when he, I mean, he of course he got a shot, it was well deserved, and I yeah. wanted him to find a way to get a shot with the Lakers because I think he would have shined. But um, I just like his work ethic, I like the his tenacity on the court. Um, it always had, I mean, he had that dog in him just like his dad, so. You know, you, you see you see that and come through on the court, and um, just uh, give me some um, um, you know thoughts on uh, on uh, GP. Um, yeah, he's definitely a, a star in the making in the sense that he keeps you very busy as a as a, <laughs> as a coach and staff members. Nice. And, uh, as, as, with all with all my three jobs, he'll 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 book, he'll need gear all the time. He'll need lists, <laughs> of course, and he needs treatment all the time too. Uh, so he keeps you very busy. But uh, not this guy is super talented, um, and he has he has uh, uh, he's more athletic than his dad. Uh, yeah, oh, he jumps. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yes. Which I'm tired than his dad. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, I think the problem with the G League, it was too easy for him. And it's just at the top, at the problem with the NBA is just the sustainability kind of. If he can get with a, a place where he can get some sustainable playing time in the NBA, it would be best for him. Um, unfortunately, if not, he, he might have to come back to the G League. I, I don't know if he is going to go back with the Wizards, though. I don't, I'm not too sure what's happening with that. But. Uh, I hope the best to him, but I, I, he's so talented that he, he's just really just a step away. And if he gets that right opportunity, um, I think he's got uh, an NBA contract on him with him. Nice. 
awesome. All right. One more, one more player. And uh, this is just the ultimate G League professional, um, the ultimate veteran. You probably know where I'm going. Mm -hmm. Andre Ingram. Uh, having mm -hmm. Andre on the team and just having someone like that for these young players, because the G League is generally a young league. And, you know, Andre's the exception to that. Yeah. Um, Having Andre around, just what is that like and, and what kind of benefits is that? <clears throat> so I know Andre, we both know each other from our first year, my rookie year and his first year as a L.A. defender um, because that's, you know, we, I was a ball boy then and we had even gone to the finals that year, lost, uh, heartbreaker. Um, so we, we go back and uh, actually I was thinking about this the other day. I was like, man, I'm, I'm about to go five seasons in working with Andre Ingram. How lucky is that because he and i truly mean that because he's he's such a lucky case in in terms of his whole story and and he really is this like mr perfect kind of guy and the ideal guy you want in a g league which is why he has a job for life it doesn't you know well not not for life but he's uh, yeah. you know for, for He'll forever life. have a job in the g league um, if he wants yeah. one absolutely um and he's you know like like everyone loves him because he's this great example and all that and um he hasn't had a lot of guidance, especially in the weight room, before. So I was one of the first like strength coaches to even really um, connect with him. And boy, you know, we connected because he wanted it. He wanted everything. He takes everything seriously. And um, you know, I'm I'm very you know into the human body and into mindfulness and calmness and and, and breathing and all that. And he just is will want all of it. Will eat all of it up and do everything you tell him and. It's just been so great um, with it, and I, I I truly feel lucky that I'm about to have uh, because he's coming back next year. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. have five seasons seasons with him. Um, it's it's been an honor, man, and and he is yeah, like we said, just this great example. Everyone's always blown. All like all the young guys will eventually be blown away by him because they're just like, man, yeah, that guy's a professional. Um, Class staff member. Yeah, class F. Every staff member loves him. We 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 hate it when he gets hurt. We like we it's like we all feel it, you know. It's like when he misses a shot, everyone's like, Ugh. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like the most it's like the most painful shot to miss is an Andre Ingram miss three. Mm -hmm. Um but Lucky you know he'll get there. somewhat rare. Yeah, Lucky he'll 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 be back. Yeah. Yeah, he'll be back. But yeah, last season was derailed, I think, with a shoulder injury, correct? Eventually, but like I said, we were just so scrambling at that time. We lost three players on that road trip. He was one of them. Um, oh, so, um, yeah, no, uh, I just, yeah, I just feel so fortunate. I think. Perfect. Let's let's move on. I have a question for you. One more. I have two more questions in regards. One to to your your job and so forth, and then one in regards to uh, the G League. This one mm. here, um, you know, the G League's introducing a new team this next season. Yeah. Uh, that won't necessarily participate, I guess, in season games, but somehow will play G League games. I don't quite know how that will work, but they've introduced at least at one point what was called the select team. Um, at least I heard that they won't participate because those players aren't subject to the same rules that the G League players are, which they can't get called up to an NBA team, and that team isn't mm. owned or represented by an NBA team. Mm. So um, uh, just some thoughts on, A, uh, high schoolers and players young having another source to go to that isn't overseas, uh, that if they don't want to go to college, and what that means for the G League. Mm. I I think it's great for the G League, which I'm proud to be a part of, and I want to do well. In fact, once I saw once I once I saw Gatorade buy the G League, I sent something then, and then when I saw the NCAA getting in all this trouble, I sensed a bit like, oh, okay, I think I think there's something behind this. So I think it's great. Um, I support it. However, I think I do think. Uh, it's no joke to come to this league. Um, like I said, you, you need the wills to go at very experienced professionals, hungry, a bunch of athletic, just borderline NBA professionals, um, a lot of them. So this is what, and that's my thing, my, my saying is like on any given night in the G League, some, un, some, some, some name that you might have heard of will, will bust your butt for 40. Uh, and that's an, uh, yeah, that's what it is. Like on any given night, you'll be like, "Damn, this guy killed us for forty points." Oh yeah, yeah, he played like a year here and there, you know. And and that's how it is. It's, and and that's like, it is a very offensive 
offensive-minded a league. You know, it's an offensive-driven league. So, you know, not to say that if you don't have an offensive talent, you won't shine yourself, a.k.a. like Talon. But mm-hmm. you're going to have to have the defensive skills, the physicality, the, the drive, the, the, um, the ability, the endurance to keep going day after day after day, which is another thing I see guys just, just break down mid uh, three quarters through the season. Hit the wall. Um, oh yeah, so wall. Yeah, all throughout all four of my seasons, that three quarter period, even in the G League. So I don't even know how the NBA does it. <laughs> um, even in the G League, three quarters of a season, you're like, man, these guys are on a thread, hanging by a thread. Like I'm, I'm releasing massage, massaging the same muscle day in, day out. Like these guys are banged up and sore, and um, you can tell. Like obviously, that affects confidence. It does. It really does. Like the ones that are super hungry, um, like you know, they're rare. The ones that just want to, yeah, let's go, let's keep going. They are, mm-hmm. they are, they are rare. Um, so I, I, how well a high schooler handles that, we'll see. Um, but it's the big leagues. It's it's the big leagues. It's you know just like you have in Europe those young kids who will go to a pro the, the Euro leagues pro early. Um, mm. They better be ready for that. In a different realm, this this they better be ready for this. But here you're also talking a lot of athleticism and experience that you have to be ready to handle. So um, we'll see. <laughs> I don't know how. I don't know if they'll be. You know if it will go as well as as people think. But I, I don't know. You never know these days. Yeah, we'll see. I, I, at least it gives another option. Uh, yeah, to, I'm for to, that. To the young players. Yeah, yeah. So it gives another option where they're not forced to uh, go overseas or something along those lines. I think it's better for them than overseas because sometimes that game change might might not help because the overseas game is different, um, and and G League is still very NBA caliber game. <laughs> so you're kind of immersing yourself in that play style. Where in Europe, it it is different. Um, so yeah, the tempo, yeah, tempo, tempo yeah. everything style. Yeah, I was gonna say that, like, when it comes to the differences I see, um, when it comes to the Euro game and the you know, American game, it's a uh, physicality sticks out. Um, you know, being a, you know, the guys bang here, you know, um, but there's there are a lot of big men that are very skilled in mm-hmm. you know, in the Euro game, so you know, some of the times, you know, being a skilled big man translates you know, better to the game offensively. However, they lack a little bit when it comes to on the defensive end. Whereas you see these guys in the, um, that's going to come out of high school, the first thing they're going to be met with is the physicality of the pro game. And, you know, they wouldn't be – they're not going to be, like you said before, they're not going to be eased into it because there's going to be some veterans in there that are 25, 26 years old versus if you did go to college, you're playing against 18, 19-year-old, 20-year-old yeah. dudes. Um, these guys are going to be, like you said, hungry, scrappy, ready to go ahead and get on the ground and put in the effort that they need to show because, you know, it's it's all well and good that they're coming in and they got a nice little platform and they're making money. However, we also got to know that draft stock is also going to be a lot uh, important. Um, and mm-hmm. if you are in a situation where they got they have a little small sample size, and you're not performing up to what they thought your potential should be, then you're going to go ahead and not be that number one pick and number two pick yeah. uh, where, you know, it's not going to be given to you, you know, like the one and dones guys, you know, like mm-hmm. you just play, uh, you know, 20 games and, you know, and you get to be a second round a knockout, but you're still going to hold your draft spot mm-hmm. because, you know, you had a pretty good stats here. They're going to like, if you can't set, you know, test yourself against these guys, you know, some question marks. Like, of course, I mean, everyone, you know, the draft is based upon, like, you know, potential. But, you know, but for the most part, it's going to be interesting to see these guys come in there, see if they can grind, because it's going to be the travel, the day-to-day. It's going to be different, you know, than if they did get, you know, their feet wet in the college game. So it's going to be interesting to see um, how they're going to be able to um, work it out. I was going to say that I think that it's a day-to-day grind, and the pros that are willing to accept it and do it will might actually be the biggest difference. That's what's going to weed them out, because it is a day to day grind that you're getting up and you and you have to practice because you have to scout other teams. You have to go through what you're going to do. You have to go through what they're going to do. You have to go through your shooting routine. So you have to practice and you have to get your weights in because you got to get strong. You got to build your legs. You got to be uh, fight off injury and all that. And um, 
and then you got to go to the games. You got to battle. You got to, you got to, you got to, you'll get your ass handed to you. And you got to be willing to come back right and, and keep playing. So I think that that's where, if they're willing to do that, that's when the, you'll, you'll, you'll break through and, you know, you'll become a, a pro G League player. But it, it's, it's not, not for everybody. I'll tell you that. Yeah, it's a grind. Um, let's move on to the big club, Lakers. And let's talk about their performance so far in the bubble. Uh, it's no surprise. They definitely have some shooting woes going on. I'm really curious from your point of view, not just being affiliated with the South Bay Lakers and therefore I'm sure seeing a lot of the Lakers squad, but just as a affiliated with a professional basketball squad, what are you seeing with them? Is there anything of concern or do you think it's just them getting you? What is your take? Because, you know, Lakers fans absolutely go psycho and crazy. Every time the, the sky is falling, every time they lose a game, LeBron doesn't get 30 skies falling. What, what, what is your view from what's going on over there? Yeah. Um, I think, um, they, they kind of kind of like first of all this 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 whole lockdown didn't help right because everybody was kind of in their rhythm and then suddenly mm -hmm. it stops so i almost be restarting as the top seed because they were right kind of more or less they were more or less kind of top right more or less yeah. one of the top teams restarting i almost don't you know hold it against them for starting shaky because any anybody could start shaking in fact if you start strong in in the bubble you're like you're just basically the guy that started off ahead in the race um it's a marathon it's still still you know they got a lot of time there i, I think one of the things will be uh ad's experience ultimately because he's number two and this if not maybe even almost coach you know he's almost top dog if if lebron's you know you know maybe gonna step back and let ad take the last shot or whatever i just think um because he doesn't have that much experience yet especially if we're going to go deep we're talking deep finals and all that again those those wills the experience that's when the the, the experience really kind of shows um and uh, and and you know uh well my, I say that despite Toronto winning last year against an experienced Warriors team, um, but you know, uh, I think that ultimately, you know, when 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 you, when two teams are just really, let's just say, you know, you got the two best teams going at it into the game seven, um, and it's a high defensive playing game, you know, that's that's when the guts, the experience, really just takes over, and I fear that you know we might as a Laker team be a little bit too fresh faced for that but at the same time you know everybody's coming into this restart shaken up so it's also maybe might be the easiest time for them to kind of win um um so i well i just i just don't really hold it against them it's a few a few games give them a few warm-up games um it's all about the playoffs and <laughs> this is uh, uh, Misha. Sorry, I didn't want to interrupt you. This is Money Mike. It's his birthday. He made it on the show. Uh, Money, how Happy you doing? Birthday. Hey, hey, you know what? I can't, I, I, you know, I had to do my little birthday festivities, but I tried to get on here as soon as I could. Hey, you know, uh, what's up? Let me, let me see that shirt, Mike. What's your Mike? Let me see that shirt. So this is a, oh, so I'm going to show y'all. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Michaela, come here. <laughs> Kevin, come here. <laughs> he, he, he came in to tell me. <laughs> can y'all see? Yeah. There you go. Tell my daddy happy birthday. Tell my daughter happy. Beautiful. It's about their birthday. <laughs> well, happy birthday, happy birthday Michaela. Happy birthday, Michaela. All right. Hey, so, yo, 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 yo. Yo, what up, Misha? What we doing? We talking about the Lakers, man? How they how they not doing what they supposed to be doing? Right? Oh, you know, you know, we know why you came in. You might as well go ahead and uh, you know, you might as well go ahead and just you you have the floor now, Mike. Get it off your chest, man. Go for <laughs> it, man. Do your thing, dude. Hey, you know what? You know what? Listen, LeBron, I, I'm a, I'm a big Laker fan. You know, I don't know, Misha, if he told you about me. I got normally I'm in my Laker room. Today I'm not. You know. Uh, I ride the dive with the Lakers. I'm like the sports person. I'm mean, sports person when they when they lose and everything. Look, LeBron out there talking about his growing all of a sudden. You know, everybody they don't want to do no shoot arounds. You know, it ain't about them not doing the shooting rounds. It's about 
them being leaders so that way the people who don't have all the quote unquote time that they do can get their shots in. You know, <laughs> so and then they're gonna follow what the leader do. You know, you saw Kobe. Kobe was over there cursing people out for not going out there performing and getting right. So they don't want to do shoot around. AD say, well, I ain't doing the shoot around. And then and then nobody do the shoot around. And then they shoot around at the game. And then they they <laughs> that's they they ain't got no rhythm. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm mad. I'm mad at the whole situation. Like when are we gonna start doing the shit around and, and start breaking the shots at the shooting round so we're gonna base them during the game. <laughs> is there something to that, Misha? Is there something about uh you know LeBron and AD not showing up to shoot around shit show? Is there anything to that? Well, you see, that's LeBron's routine and and you know that, that at the end of the day, every pro is gonna that's like you know, they're gonna do what they think they wanna do. Um, and you know what? Every coach or staff member is going to have their opinion what they think is best. Um, <clears throat> I think the, you know, you, the best is when you, you know, sort of meet, meet, meet halfway or, or, you know, find the happy ground, but you ought to keep people happy. That's the most important thing. You don't want to, uh, you don't want to be a coach, be like, no, you're going to come in and you're shooting around and then make everybody unhappy. Uh, <laughs> that's going to backfire especially with superstars and superstars that have the power that they yield right you know there have been some coaches in the nba that have gotten some uh you know <laughs> who have a reputation for that and then you know and, and like you just said it, it's it's a player player coaches league these days which is why you know you want more of that empathy and and, and whatnot so um look it is what it is you know they, they're going through their preferences um at the end of the day um on a game day, you know, you, you do what you do to take to, to get yourself ready. And player the, the rest of the team still have the option to go in, get their weights, get their shots up, get their treatment in. Um, and, and and that's not to say that LeBron and AD don't have their own private. They actually do have their private staff members, each on staff of Lakers, who can attend to them and at least do their, you know, activations or lifting and, 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 and treatment to get themselves ready. So it's not like they're just like rolling out of bed and being like, all right, let's go play this game. Golf. Um, <laughs> or, you know, but, uh, they, I, I, you know, this is, like I said, this is where you have to build these habits and everyone's just suddenly just gone from nothing to now we're in a bubble. And I think the bubbles also change habits. So, um, you know, you just have to kind of just find yourself and, and, but eventually, you know, once you, once the rhythm gets going, once the ball gets going, I'm, I'm I have no doubt that the Lakers will beat. The, uh, okay, I got to ask you because you, 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 the most inside person I know right now. Mm -hmm. I, I feel what you're saying. I, I, I understand that they have their own routine. You know, they have that diva mentality. They got their own, you know, you know, strength and conditioning person. You know what I mean? You, you know, mm -hmm. you, you, and I'm, I'm not trying to doubt you at all, but you're working on the other 10 people and they have their own private people that work on them. But isn't it something? to the fact when you when you are if I'm number 10 on the roster and I'm looking at what the number one and two are doing if they're not working hard then I'm not 10 because I may not have that drive you know what I yeah. mean because so many times when you hear you know what Kobe and I mean you could go down on list and and Jordan I mean the greats you know they people work hard because they're around them and they want to impress them and they don't want to let them down you know what I mean? So, but if if I'm not letting you down, hey, LeBron don't want to do a shoot around, and there's well, no way I'm letting down. Check this out. Yeah. You you want some inside fact? I gotta be honest with you because you brought this guy up twice now, Kobe Bryant. I gotta say, after Achilles surgery, I saw very little of him in the practice facility. <laughs> <laughs> I, I gotta be. Uh, he did definitely spare himself, and probably rightly so, because he, he he had the best doctors around in the world around, and they probably told him like, "Look, if you want to." show yourself for fans you can only play so much basketball and so uh, my joke was uh, i saw kobe bryant lie more on a treatment table than i saw him on his two feet <laughs> in the years i knew him um mm -hmm. because it was true he, he was a lot of times he came in guys treatment and then would leave uh especially once byron scott was in town because oh, byron, <laughs> byron scott was a heavy practice coach yeah he did a lot of practices and kobe wasn't about that he started in training camp but then after that he was like i'm out i'm not i'll come in once in a while and yeah, that but you know what but, but yeah. you know what wait 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 but there was that one time 
he popped up in practice and cursed of everybody course. out. Of course. You know, so he wasn't there all the time. And they said he wasn't yeah. there often. But when he came in there, you knew, hey, you know what I mean? And and just by him making that mark, you know, they knew, like, hey, we got to get our work in because of that. LeBron, to me, doesn't have that personality. You know what I mean? Like, I think he's a great uh, – uh, listen, I, he's a Hall of Famer, you know, but I, I, I just don't think that he – how do you say it? He doesn't have that 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 you guys need to need to need to go and be on my level mentality yeah. and instill that into other players. And that's that's my frustrating part. Um, uh, you you I, may have figured it out by now. He's our <laughs> uh, resident LeBron hater. <laughs> 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 that's why he's I'm who, sorry, my opinion, I've he, seen, he I've seen LeBron grinds. I've seen LeBron grind. Yeah. But look, I think that this is again comes back to sometimes. The problem, you know, one thing I don't like with the way the NBA is going is that a lot of privatization. So a lot of people are like, oh, I'm going to my guy, my trainer, my therapist. And that, you know, that that sometimes breaks up that whole team sort of chemistry or bond or grouping that they have. You have. Um, so, look, look, I mean, and, and I, I, I have no control over that. I'm the guy that works for the for the for the training facility and what I or for the for the club so you know I, I offer what I offer and if you know if, if they don't want to train with me they don't want to train with me but I, on the flip side I could be one day that guy that gets brought in you know I could be someone's person right. yeah. guy and in that case I'm not I want to be like yeah, yeah let me in right? don't, don't kick me out yeah. <laughs> so um it kind of is what it is. It, and no, I'm I'm a little more I'm a little more frustrated that the NBA is heading that way. But it's it's it is what it is. You know, you you can't control things, and the NBA is changing because it's a players' league now, very much so. And with that comes these. Well, I want this, this, this. Um, so if one day I was to maybe get teamed up with a player, star player, you know, maybe, maybe that would be the best thing. I don't know. Um, it would be a dream. You know, I, I look at Mike Mencius, who's LeBron's personal guy, and he and I get along well, and he's been with LeBron his whole career since they were in Cleveland. And, you know, I look at him I'm like, man, yeah, you've been with him everywhere. And, she's, you know, some ways that's also a dream come true, you know. Mm-hmm. If it's in the cards, you never know. Um, but you know, this is the way it is, and I, I, I have no control over it, man. I, I just, I just do what I do, you know. No, I, I think you do a great job, man. Don't, don't, don't get me wrong. In any of this, it had nothing to do with you uh, at all. But you know, I'm just looking you know, right now. I'm just trying to win a championship, and I, and I'm just sure. looking at, at at some things that I'm not really liking because, especially like in in, in this bubble situation, everything is about momentum. You know, and we got and we got like two more games, and we're going right into the playoffs. And mm-hmm. and, and and you know, if Dame Lillard, I don't know if you guys saw uh, 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 the Patrick Beverly Dame Lillard thing. Did you guys see that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we saw that. I mean, I, I yeah. know I saw that. I mean, it was it was. I mean, I mean, we really probably can't go into it all because it got you know, once the wife and, and, and then the sister got into it, it took it to a whole yeah, other level at that point. Yeah. So we yeah, were, we're not going to go into all that, but could it got, could it got, Yeah, <laughs> but we know what that's about, our show. But that, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not talking about that part. I'm talking about, like, you know, you know the whole, you know, the, you know, you already know Dame time, and Dame time didn't happen. So because Dame time didn't happen, and Patrick Beverly over there, you know, you know, he, he he's messing with that sleeping giant. And then I love Damian Lillard's um, response. And you know what? They just mad because I knocked them out. You know, I, I knocked them out last year and, and, and the year before that. I knocked Paul George out, you know, last year. And then I knocked Patrick Beverly out the year before. So he loved that banter. But what what, what makes me nervous, though, in respect to the Lakers, now he want, to, he want that AC. You know what I'm saying? And he, and, and he wanted to come do some damage because he wanted to try to get at the Clippers. You know what I mean? He's going to have to try to come through us. So I, I'm just saying, yo, you know, we have to be aware of that and make sure that we're ready so those things, you know, so that can happen, you know. Yeah. Competitors well, you know, win. Um, you know that guard play is what I was always, you know, for the past couple of weeks I've been talking to beating that drum. That's looked like the Lakers' Achilles heel um, when they go against uh, offensive-minded point guards. Um, ones that like to have the ball and, and create shots for themselves and also for others, they get into a little bit of trouble right now. Of course, they're missing Avery Bally, but at the same time, we're not actually putting the pressure 
on other teams by making shots. Um, you know, we we can put a lot on LeBron, but then we have a lot of guys that are missing wide open shots. Their three-point shooting percentage is really bad in the bubble. Um, the fact that they're missing not just contested threes, but they're missing a lot of threes that they should be supposed to be making. Danny Green is one of them. Um, you know, it was, it's funny how we had a couple of guys, Waiters and J.R. Smith, that were balling in the scrimmage games. But now we're now in games where it counts, and I haven't heard any of those games, you know, those guys blow up. Um, so that's to me concerning, and not to mention, you know, like you said, Damian, um, Dame, literally, he actually had 51 points. I think either like I think it was today he had 50 points today. So, you know, he's he's like you said, they did try to poke the bear, and they, you know, they got what they wanted. Right now, Dame is is hot right now, and he's ready to get, you know get to work. That's one thing um, I'm looking to. However, um, I do believe. Um, the Lakers are losing games, but they're in games, if that even makes sense. I mean, we're supposed to be winning these games, but we're not shooting the ball well, and we're still in ball games. And so only thing I can hope for, if the Lakers do finally get those shooting woes in check, they're going to be a problem because now you're not going to be able to rely on the fact that they're missing shots because that's what the teams are. They're relying on the fact that the Lakers are not making shots. And they're also not, a, you know, you know, LeBron is not as aggressive going to the hole as he was before the bubble, you know, situation was going on. That might turn around. So there's a lot of factors where it's kind of more like in a wait and see mode right now. Of course, it's good to go ahead and put their foot to the fire because, I mean, they need to get their act straight because yeah, we're all about championship with the Lakers. You know, it's not about, you know, just kind of like getting our things together. We're want number 17 and we want that this year. Um, so the fact that, you know, we're we're going to give them a little bit more leeway, but it does seem that, you know, I do see that, you know, instead of looking at the glass half, you know, ha- half empty, I'm going to look at it, look at half full just for right now. Of course, you know, that can be revised in a couple, you know, in the cu- next couple of days. I, I don't think we have a choice but to sit in a wait and see mode with the Lakers and not read too much into these games. Uh, like Misha said, I think they're going to show up, you know, when uh, the playoffs are there, they, they know. And in a seven game series in the playoffs, everything tends to slow down. Everything. Everything tends to slow down to a grind. And that go that definitely falls into the Lakers favor. Um, you know, we talked about this a little bit uh, off air, uh, Pat, and, you know, I think that once you get from regular, now coaching is always important, you know, head coaching, but really in the playoffs, that coach becomes the sixth man with his adjustments and so forth on the fly. Um, and I think that's going to be really important this year. And, and that's what we want to see out of Frank Vogel. And we'll all just have to wait and see there. Uh, let's go move towards final word here, guys. Uh, Misha, please, our guest, you have the first opportunity here for final word. Uh, anything you'd like to speak about, anything you'd like to say um please keep supporting south bay um it's going to be an interesting year next year i don't know how it's going to be we don't know no one knows anything that we go by but but when we get there let's just have a great time enjoy it for what it is uh support it and support us and hopefully we will win that championship uh one one um you know we want one too desperately and i would really like one um while i'm in the g league to win a championship and so you know, we'll be there together celebrating. Um, in the meantime, um, I guess if you want to follow me on Instagram, Big Mish Movement, I do a lot of health wellness tips. Uh, or if you want to follow my YouTube page, Big Mish Movement, just write it out, Big Mish Movement. Um, and I, like I said, I do a lot of uh, health, self-health tips, movement tips, get you out of pain, all that free, you know, just trying to help people. And uh, that's it. See you guys on the sidelines. Wonderful, wonderful. Step hat, final word. Uh, well, I just want to say, um, you know, Misha, thank you for, uh, you know, c- you know, coming on the show. You gave us a lot of information. Um, and the fact that we were able to get someone that is uh, closely, uh, you know, into one of our, our favorite team, uh, South Bay Lakers. I mean, it was great to have you on and like you're doing great. Um, obviously the work that you're doing is paying off. We have a lot of guys that are making that transition from the G league to the pro. So you have to be a big part of that. And so we thank you for everything thank you're you. doing. So, um, and also, um, for the listeners out there, you know, that are, you know, listening that give comments, we see you. Um, one of the guys I know that always been coming putting this, you know, comments in all the time saying, what's up, Joey King. We see you, my man. Hey dude. Thank you for listening. You know, thank you for all the fans that are going like, going to go with us to when we go to Good News Radio. 
Um, we're going to be live in the studio. So we're very excited about that. Um, and, you know, just I'm just so appreciative of what we have right now and the momentum that we're going into and um, just want to just, you know, continue to go. And once again, Joey King right now, send a little uh, uh, a message to you, Misha, and said thank you for the insight. So we wanted to let you know that we do have guys out there listening and Absolutely. actually appreciating everything you're doing right now. Money Mike. Yeah, I just, you know, want to echo what uh, Pat's saying. Misha, we appreciate you, you know, because, you know, we're season ticket holders of the G League first, you know, and, I want, and I'm happy when I see it, that all the players out there are healthy, you know, doing, you know, athletic, ready to go. And I know you're a big part of that. So, you know, kudos to you for doing that and keep doing your thing because I love going to those games, uh, you know, uh, every, you know, whenever the season start, <laughs> I'm definitely going to be right there. The good news is that we're going to Good News Radio. You know, you're going to hear us on Vashani, but we're going to be live in the studio. You know, uh, follow us on Instagram. We'll give you the telephone number. You can call in, you know, give us your take. If you agree or disagree, you know, we want to hear all the fans out there. And, um, you know, let, let's get it rocking. We're, we're happy. Also, you know, uh, we got a contest right now. You get an autograph there, official jersey. says five-time champion on there. Uh, you know, you have a chance to win. So call in next week, week if you want to get that. Hey, that's an authentic jersey, by the way. That, that's, that, is, that is the real deal. That is an authentic jersey. So I want to let the um, listeners know you're going to actually get a really good, um, you know, special gift. Um, with the, Mike, you got it? You uh, you got the, I think we have that. Um, no, I don't have the jersey. Yeah, that oh, jersey. Yeah, okay. Get, um, but Big Z, I see you too, Big Z. I see you. Thank you for listening. Also, and all you know what you know, we love you, Z. So, <laughs> absolutely. All right, guys. Uh, final word for myself. Uh, I just like to say that uh, everyone, calm down. Lakers are going to be okay. Wait till we get in the playoffs. Let them go. Let them get going. Like we said, it, it grinds to a halt. Candace Parker, keep doing what you're doing. Setting the pace. Yeah. Setting the table. It's beautiful to watch. The young players around you are watching. They will follow coach fish, hold it in there. Keep it up, get those rebounds. Let's keep going again. Misha, thank you so much for joining us. We'd love to have you back someday. Absolutely. Anytime soon. And most importantly, we can't wait to see you at a game. (laughs) Definitely. definitely. Thank you so much, guys. Defense. We love it. Absolutely. (laughs) Thank you so much, Misha. Again, uh, everybody, if you're looking to get information or get more information from Misha, it's at big Mish. Uh, underscore movement and he has some great online in, on Instagram some videos for stretching and so forth that are outstanding and you really should get on there and take a look so be sure to follow him thank you so much Misha we'll talk to you again soon thank you guys I really appreciate the opportunity thanks great seeing you guys all right bye bye wash your hands and here we go guys thank you he was great Misha was great that was outstanding guys everybody who's listening let's go over this one more time we are moving to the Good News Radio app. You can still find us on Bashani. If you're listening on Bashani right now, you need to grab your phone, you need to get on the App Store, and you need to download the Good News Radio app. We will be live on the Good News Radio app August 16th at 8.30. You can win an autographed Derek Fisher jersey. It's beautiful. That has been given to us by Sports Authentics USA. Absolutely outstanding. We've worked with them before and they're great. So, um, you know, it's just wonderful and you really need to get on. And what you should do is you can hop onto our website at theprofanitynation.com or go to our Instagram and our post is on there. You have four things you need to do. You need to like our post. You need to follow us on Instagram. You need to follow us on Facebook and you need to subscribe on YouTube. Once you've done that, all you, need to do, all you need to do is join the show on August 16th on the Good News Radio app. Call in or comment, and that's it. You've qualified. You're there. So get yourself ready. Get yourself that that uh, Derek Fisher jersey. Uh, the more you do, the better the opportunity. We're live August 16th. Guys, that is a pre-playoff show. Playoffs start on August 17th. We're back in the studio. Yes. And we're going to celebrate on August 16th, and we're hoping you all celebrate with us. Again, follow us, get all the information on Instagram. Be sure to hop on to the Good News Radio app. Go ahead, Money. Take us out. Telephone number, call us, 310-693-4300.
830 Pacific <laughs> time. Pacific time. West Coast time. 310-693-4300. We're going to be live. So I can tell y'all to wash your hands. I got the soap, the water, everything. Listen to me live say, wash your hands. <laughs> Guys, great show again. Everybody, thank you so much for watching and taking part and listening wherever you're listening. We really appreciate it. You guys mean so much. Uh, our listeners and our followers are, are everything to us. So again, thank you guys so much. And we will see you next week. All right. Thank you for life. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at the Profanity Nation to keep up on LA sports and breaking news. And check in online at theprofanitynation.com. Thank you. This episode is also brought to you by Extreme Auto Sports in Santa Clarita. Whether it's audio or video, window tinting, vinyl wraps, suspension services, a 4x4 lift for your truck, or new wheels and tires, Extreme Auto Sports has you covered. Be sure to give them a call today, set up an appointment, and go get your ride taken care of. 661-424-1579. Extreme Auto Sports, that's the way to go. This episode of the Profanity Nation podcast has been brought to you by United One Protection Services. We do more than just security, we protect your livelihood. Whether it's commercial or residential needs, United One Protection Services has you covered. You can find them at unitedoneps.com. This episode of the Profanity Nation is brought to you by the SEO Queen Digital Marketing Agency, where you are more than a number.